Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. Do you know what today is? What is today? Today is two. Ah, I popped that a little bit fast, didn't I? Yeah, just a little. I didn't think I thought I'd be able to. It was a champagne bottle. That was the. But it's anniversary. Got a overexcited. Really? 200th episode. Yes, 200. Who would have thought? I, Not me. At the beginning. I wish I didn't get clips. But, you know, at the very beginning of this show, way mm-hmm. back when, now five years ago. Right. It was 15 minutes. Yep. I spoke about it as fast as I could. Because I was right. like, I got all this information. I got to get it really quick. And you didn't have somebody telling you to slow down. Nope. Had a co-host then, but it was in Minnesota. Right. That didn't work out well. No. No, it did not. Then we moved on to one where it was script. Well, it wasn't really scripted, but we would record at different times and then they would mesh it up. Mm-hmm. That was okay. Then we went to the solo version. And then all of those versions were on one station. Right. Went, I'm not saying it went nowhere, but it didn't really have a following. Right. And then a year and a half ago, you, you joined the club. I was going to say, you dragged me in. And it goes from one station now to five, four. Four. Soon to be five. Oh, yes. January 1, I heard today. January 1 is when, I don't think we're broadcast, but that's when it will air. I think well, I, I, think I misunderstood rotation. that. I think they meant, yes, starting January in the new year. That'll wow. be station number five. So I would just like to point out. I tried to tell somebody. Who's the, the cooler one? I tried to tell somebody the other day. That it's because you're better looking. Then they reminded me it's you can't radio. See my face. Right. right. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duel with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I'm talking about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael and his firm, Legacy Financial Network, to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet Magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome, everyone, to the 200th episode of Fireproof Your Finances. I am your host, Michael Markey. You all know my wife. Hi, everyone. Vanessa. Hello. All right. So, as you're well aware now, today is the show's 200th episode if we were a TV show, mm-hmm. that would put us in very, very small groups. Oh, really? Here's an article from Forbes. Now, this is from 2012. Okay. So, that's six years ago now, and I want you to notice who was number two at the time. The Simpsons. And that was at almost 500 episodes. And at this point, I know they're past 600. Right. I think they've caught up to Gunsmoke. I'm not sure. But since they're either the top number, you know, most episodes or one of the most episodes, our friend Homer Simpson wanted to say something to us. 
Let me be the first to say. No. Happy anniversary, baby. How about that one? That one's better. Or how about in the words of Fred Flintstone? Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. What would you do if I woke you up to that? You know I don't do mornings well. That would not end well. No. No. Or maybe we could go a little bit newer. Ha ha ha, happy anniversary, ha ha ha, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, So, good news. I have lined up 200 of these to play today. I'm walking out of this room right now with a bottle of champagne if you do that. (laughs) How many people do you think just hit the radio like, and gone? I apologize. This is not normal. How long did it take you to find all these? I had a lot of free time today. Note to self, don't give Michael free time. So, what I really want to know, though, is did you actually prepare anything for today? Because that's what you told me you were going to do. Or are we just going to listen to Minions for the rest of the time? What would you prefer? I would prefer to get into some content, as I feel would most of our avid listeners. I did, but it wouldn't maybe surprise you if I hadn't. When I was first, when I first got into this business as a brand new advisor, Mm -hmm. I started with a company, yeah, I'll say who it is, Northwestern Mutual. Okay. They're the quiet company. Right. I fit in well. No. No, I didn't. Nope. Nope. (laughs) So they said if you wanted like the athletic director to be your client, here's what you do. You, um, because I played college baseball at Eastern Michigan. So they told me, my trainer, my manager said, well, Mike, what you need to do is you go to like the student assistant coach and you get him to buy like a small term policy. And then you have him refer you to the recruiting coach. And then you have the, and then you, you know, meet with them. You work your way up. Yeah. You didn't do that, did you? All the way to the athletic director. I'm like, this is stupid. That's going to take me like a year. The method to their madness was you would bring in more clients that way. I went straight to the athletic director. Right. I called him every day. Now, he didn't answer. I got a secretary. And so I got, I don't remember her name now, but I got to know her on a first name basis. You're lucky I wasn't his secretary because I would have been like, oh, Michael Markey's calling. Nope. This is before uh, caller IDs were prevalent. Okay. Yes, fine. I may have dated myself, but whatever. Anyway. And so one day I call in. So it's every day, the same person. So... It was making my manager uncomfortable. He's like, you can't call somebody every day. You're pestering him. I'm like, "Uh, technically, I've never talked to him. So how can I be pestering him? Pestering his secretary and she likes me. Right. And uh, so one day I call in and I didn't completely realize I'd been calling in at almost the exact same time every day. Right. It was just on the top of my list to call. And one day I call in and she goes, you're late. I'm like, for what? She goes, every day, Mike, you call in at this time. I'm like. All right, well, I'm here now. Sorry, I ruined your day. And she goes, Dr. Greg is waiting for you. (laughs) I realized when Dr. Greg picked up that phone that I had never thought about the next step. So my name's Mike Markey, and I've been calling you repeatedly, and I don't know why. I mean, I stumbled through it. Right. But, you know, it reminds me. There's a couple things that reminds me of. We are at the... uh, I did prepare for today's show. Something, Something that I've been seeing a lot and hearing a lot is we're starting to get scare tactics used in our industry right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding that there, there is advisors out there, and I, I almost caution even using that term, but I want to be nice, mm-hmm. that are becoming more transactional than ever before. And I want to go over some scenarios. I had two examples today from 
completely separate clients. Okay. Who met with the same person. I'm not going to say who that person is. Probably a good idea. For once. <laughs> I mean, do, it's our anniversary. Do you bonk your head today? But I am going to share with you kind of the warning signs to look for and some of the inaccuracies that I heard. And it's this was just two times today. I've heard it many times and I'm hearing it more right now. Mm-hmm. And we got to be careful. But I thought of that story about Dr. Greg where I didn't even know what I was going to say because part of what this scare tactic being used is valid. It's we're in the longest, we're 10 years into a up market, a bull market. Mm-hmm. It's the longest in U.S. stock market history. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who don't, they've got no backup plan. So we'll address that. I also want to talk about the Griswolds. Surprise. It's, I would just like to let you all know, I have watched Christmas Vacation almost every day since Thanksgiving. There are two movies. Nope, three. Nope, four. Hold on. When we come back, I'm going to see if you can name those four movies. And I promise you, I am not going to give her a hint. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Every great day has a beginning, and every bad day has an ending. Many of you will start and finish each day in your bathroom. Have you ever noticed that when you go to a new hotel, the thing you want to see most is how nice your bathroom is? You'll take a look at the shower, the shower door, the glass, the handles, the hinges. Let my friends, my family, the pros at City Glass and Mirror, they've been here for over 50 years now. Let them design your dream bathroom. Let them help you start each day and end each day in your oasis. They can design it with vision and passion and they will give you an accurate quote. They won't give you a low quote just to try to win your business because they want you to be happy. Give them a call at 616-842-3740, 616-842-3740. Visit them on the web at cityglassgh.com, at cityglassgh.com, or again, give them a call, 842-3740. Welcome back everyone to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. Before before you go off on another tangent about something, we will get into meat, people. We well, will get into the meat. We're, we're there. We're right there. We're on the cusp. But I got an alert today on my phone. What? On my iPhone, first of all, not a BlackBerry, uh, but an alert today. We have another Twitter follower, so thank you. Yeah? Yeah, it came up. I was like, why am I getting alerts from Twitter? I never got that before. And I was like, oh, somebody likes us. Right. It's <laughs> so still thank su- you. It still surprises me. If you're wondering how to connect with us on social media... It's at Fireproof Show on the Twitter. Twitter.com. <laughs> I have so pushed you into that. I know. All right. So before the break, I said there are four movies that I can watch over and over and over. And while we were on break, I thought of one more. So I will not make you name five, but I will allow one to be an alternative. Like, I only think that I know three right off the top of my head. Um, go. Just regular vacation. National Lampoon's Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Okay. Captain Ron. Two. Major League. Three. I don't know anymore. Oh, come on. For Love of the Game. Hey, Senka. Oh, Cool Runnings. I thought that was more of the kids, but yeah, no, that makes no, sense. I, I, cool Runnings. So, speaking of Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. one of the things that I thought of is, remember Clark Griswold? How could I forget him? So, Clark gets his entire house wrapped up in lights. Yes. Like so much so that it blinds the neighbors. Obviously an over-exaggeration, but 
nonetheless. Right. And he works for however many days to try to get this thing to light up. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring us, in case you haven't seen it or you've forgotten, we're going to jump into the spot where he finally gets everything to light up. I don't understand how anyone cannot love this movie. Honey, sometimes it's just not funny anymore. Yeah, maybe if we're talking about The Princess Bride, but not Christmas Vacation. Princess Bride is a fantastic classical movie that is funny in certain parts. All right. So to finance here, what would it cost? What would it cost if you wanted to decorate your house? I'm not talking about what would it cost to buy the lights? Right. You're talking... Electrical usage. Correct. Which, by the way, if you have not seen the movie, the entire house is covered in lights. Like, literally, there is no spot without them. So, I looked it up. I was going to try to find this myself and do the math, but somebody's already done it for us. Okay. Here's what's interesting. So, they figured out that he's using... Now, this is from the 80s. Right. There was no LED in the 80s. Right. They just like to suck the life out of the electricity system. Well, and that technology did not exist. I know. I'm kidding. But 25,000. So they calculated this is for, and I I ended up finding a couple uh, websites that had this, but this one was from Kim Commando. Apparently she's got a a radio show. I've never listened to it, but she's on 1340 WJRW as well as we are. So who knew? But on her website, it labels in each state what this would cost. Right. And they estimated that he had 25,000 incandescent lights, correct? Yes. Okay. Here's what it would cost for one month. One month. I'm trying to remember how many hours. Oh, at five hours a day. So you get home at five and you turn them on until 10. Okay. $4,278 a month. In Michigan. In Michigan. Yep. Now, and that's at eight cents a watt. Wow. We're more like nine and a half cents a watt. Okay. Now, what would it be reduced if you went to LED? I mean, if you had to to have me guess, I would maybe say in half, 2,000 a month. The simple calculation that you can use is that typically it's going to be about a tenth. It's a little bit more. It's more like a sixth, but a tenth is easier to kind of remember. Right. So here it's, it's saying that it would be $49 a month. That's a huge difference. It led me to think, even with that, do LEDs pay for themselves? And the answer is not always. Okay. Because they say an LED will go for 30,000 hours. Right. Like when we started upgrading the houses. Now, I've tracked it. We did a show on this about a year ago. Yeah, we did. Because that's a a year ago is about when you started going through and swapping out bulbs. Because you got upset because you were talking taking a nap. I was laying on the couch trying to take a nap by the fire and somebody's walking around hollering at our oldest going, so you're taking this out of blah, blah, blah. And it's going to reduce it. I'm like, that's another one. Well, we have floodlights here. We have a ton of floodlights in our house. Very commercial. Right. And it was like, I think the can lights, the big can lights were Mm -hmm. new when this house was built. So they pulled all the stops when they built this house. They have some floods in here that I want to say were 120 watt. 
Yes. Bulbs? Yes. 150? As big, I mean, and it's not uncommon for us to have 10 lights, 10 of them in a room. Right, because they lined the rooms with them. So I started going through it. I'm like, ah, that's another one. But it doesn't always make sense. They said, you know, when I was looking at that, they're like, it'll last 30,000 hours. And I did the quick math and I'm like, our kid will be able to drink by the time I have to replace these bulbs again. Our oldest or our youngest? I don't remember. there's a pretty big age gap. But this is two, you know, a year ago. Right. And it's still a big age gap. But the answer is still, it doesn't always make sense because I've replaced a lot at our office with LEDs. Mm-hmm. I've got LED bulbs failing more often there. Really? I had one fail within a few weeks. Really? And then I had to figure out why is it failing? Well, who put them in? I screwed it in. You unscrew one bulb and you screw in a new one. Because we got all new LED fixtures put in at no, the no, shop no, no, no. and not, none of them have failed. Not fixture. Bulb. Well, a maybe bulb. the like hookup's a, not right for an LED. There's no not right hookup. It's a Just bulb. Saying, sometimes it's operator error. You know what? I had this sitting here and I didn't think I was going to need to use it. But let me play something for you. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch, uh-huh. you really are a heel. I ran across this when I was getting the other things. Right, other you bikes. just thought you'd put that in your back pocket for later? I was hoping I wouldn't have to use that today. No, but in all seriousness, because they are older fixtures and I think they've got more wiggle room, one of the things I read about LEDs is they're more susceptible to power surge. Oh. And so they will burn out when that happens. Ah. Now, I went to Amazon to compare prices of LED versus just the normal incandescent. Okay. Now, when we bring up the non-LED mm-hmm. and we go to a 100 light, 100 bulb count or whatever you call that. Right, which is pretty common. We're finding that it ranges, as we look at it right now, anywhere from 8 to about $10. Right. Go with an average of 9 Is that fair? Sure. When we go to LED... I've got one here at 16. I know I saw one earlier at 19. We've seen them as low as 13. Right. So let's go, let's just say it's nine versus 15. Okay. $6 difference. Okay. So how long will it take to break even? Here's how we're going to do this calculation. So I'm looking at Christmas lights, et cetera. Oh yeah, that's actually what it's called. Dot com. Thought I, I thought I read it wrong. Dot com. <laughs> just like Twitter. And right. an inc- a string of incan oh, a string of hundred count incandescent is going to burn about. It's going to be have about forty one watts. Okay, just shy. And a string of LED is going to be just shy of five. So mm-hmm. we're going to call it a thirty six watt difference. Okay. Okay. To figure out how many kilowatts, because that's what we price it, and that's what consumers energy or whatever your energy provider is going to price it. Right. At. You multiply that by point zero zero one. So it's using 0.036 kilowatts an hour. Okay. So if you run them for five hours a day, and then we run them for 30 days a month, yep. it means one string of lights mm-hmm. is, if I replace it with LED, the old stuff versus LED, mm-hmm. it's going to save me 5.4 kilowatts. Now, I looked at our bill today. We're paying 9.5 cents a kilowatt. Okay. So I multiply that by 0. 0.0, no, 0.9... Yeah, point, sorry. Wouldn't it be 9.5? 0.095. Okay. It's 9.5 cents. Yep. Ah, right. Saves you 51 cents. Each string of lights saves you 51 cents. A month. A month. Okay. So if you run your lights in December and January. Yep. Just as an example, 
Right, because some people like to keep their lights on a little longer. Or November and December, whatever. Whatever it may be for you. Yep. And if you run them for four four months a year, whatever, double it. Right. It saves you a buck a string per year. So okay. if it's an extra six bucks to go LED over incandescent, it's a six-year break-even. Right. And then knowing, as I said before, now I'm not an expert in this, and nor do I want to be, but I thought it interesting. I kind of want to do that in this show. Take things we do every day. And, and see how much it costs. Right. Or how much you're saving. And in the summer, summer we'll do that with pool equipment because we have a pool, and I figured that out. Well, that's good because I want to know why my energy bills are so high. So when it relates to Christmas tree lights, you'll save 50 cents a month to go LED over the old stuff, the incandescent. Which will take you six years to make up in the cost. Yeah, five to seven because we had a range there. But enough on Christmas lights. We should probably take our last break. Oh, come on. It rambled. It was interesting. A little bit. Um, And then we can jump into your whole bull versus bear market and scare tactics. All right. Michael. What? Just because we don't have a car payment doesn't mean that you get to go on eBay and buy whatever you want because it was a good deal. All right. So a lot of our listeners know I probably have a problem when it comes to vehicles. We have old classics, even some new classics. We got UNX limo. We even have a fire truck. How do you find a place that can do everything? All those different type of vehicles, transmissions, oil changes, little repairs, big repairs. It's pretty hard. I've been taking all of our cars to Global Auto Works in Grand Haven for at least the last five years. And Mike asks the hard questions that nobody seems to be able to answer, so if he can trust them, so can you. If you're having car trouble, go to Global Auto Works. Their phone number is 616-499-4451. That's 616-499-4451. Say Mike and Vanessa sent you. Their number is 616-499-4451. 499-4451. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts. It's always a pleasure. We've said that now 200 times, and we've meant it 190. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other 10 times? I don't know. All right. Like you said, I want to get into, yes, we're, we're 10 years into a bull market. Mm-hmm. It's the longest bull market in U.S. stock market history ever. Right. And there's a lot of people without a backup plan. I believe, and we teach people that, you know what? You better have a backup plan for when things go bad. Yes. And if you go all the way back to 1930, we've had 14 downturns since then, like major, you know, recessionary looking Mm -hmm. downturns. Mm -hmm. That's once every 10 years. I mean, obviously shy of, you know, more like once every about eight. Right. But if you said once every 10 years, this happens and it takes two or three years for the market to recover. Now, we got a long way ahead of us. Well, people go, well, Mike, I know how this game's played. I'll just ride the wave. I'll right. just let it go. I do have to say, before you go into your rent, I did skim-ish an article today mm-hmm. that talked about 1930. Well, actually, okay. more specifically, 1929. It basically went on, you know, the market's here, blah, blah, blah. It's going to crash, yada, yada. 1929, the rich were spending... Hundreds of millions of dollars on houses. They were partying every night. They were spending three hundred thousand dollars. You know, they did sure. all these calculations about how these people were spending. What it would all be today, money. yes. Yes, and I just found it interesting that they said Aaron Spelling bought a fifty some odd square, fifty thousand some odd square foot mansion for a hundred and seventy six million dollars and sold it for half of that a couple hmm. of years ago. So this is like this is the epitome of richness. 
like Rolls Royce was a common car for these people. Okay. Like their everyday driving. You're saying 1929. 1929. Yes. And then they hit the end of it and it went. Right. Well, because back then, the only people in the market tended to be wealthy. Right. Everyday Americans were not in the market. Right. But that's an example of a everyone's going to die article. Well, and they were, I would say they were probably affected, you know, the wealthy people were affected more because, again, they were a higher percentage of the population who, you know, of the demographic that were in the market. Right. They went from a super lavish lifestyle to, oh, no, we actually have to figure out how to manage money. So here's the deal. Is the market going to go down? Of course. At some point. Yes. It might be in two months. It might be two weeks. It might be two years. You don't know. Right. So what do we do? You need to make sure there's always a smart place to take money. You got to plan for the market to be down. Mm -hmm. Now, is it a smart place to take money from something that just had a double digit loss? No. Of course not. Everybody, I'll bet you everybody listening right now agreed with that statement. Yes. So what is your backup plan? Where are you taking money if the market is down Mm -hmm. or when it is down? Right. So if it goes down once every about 10 years Mm -hmm. and it takes two to three years to recover, that means... For most people, if you don't have that backup plan, because you're doing it just the same way you did when you were 40 and 50 and right, 60, right? you need to just let it ride. That's not what you worked for 40 years to do. No. You didn't work for 40 years to then get into retirement and go, I just got to ride it out. Just got to wait. We're not going to take money out right now because it's not a good thing. It's not a good place. Not a good right. time. We'll just give it three years. Right. So what you're saying when you have that plan is a third of my retirement, because if it's once every 10 years and it takes two to three years, we'll call mm-hmm. it three. Because it's just shy of 10. So it's going to take three years to recover. 30% of my time, I'm just going to I'm gonna be sitting on the sidelines not doing something that was important to me or that right. I wanted to do. Right. That I worked for 40 years to be able to be capable of doing mm-hmm. because you didn't have a plan. Now, where things are getting twisted now is you've got advisors who are singularly focused. Right. They're very transactional. Yes. Maybe they're almost entirely. Now, I'm going to say this word, and I don't think this is a bad tool. I know some people do but they're almost entirely annuity focused. Mm-hmm. And so they'll scare you into it. They'll say, oh, here comes the impending doom of the market. And everyone's got to get out now. Like it's the Titanic. Right. And they'll take you out to the nicest place in town to have dinner. Mm-hmm. And they'll buy you the nicest thing on the menu. Mm-hmm. And they'll meet with you after that. And they'll meet with you for 45 minutes or an hour or an hour and a half. And after 40 minutes of talking to you, they're going to tell you, Everything you should do with your money that took you 40 years to accumulate. Not such a good idea. They will pluck at your emotions. That's what that is. When you start feeling like they're plucking at your emotions, when they start only talking about the negatives, and when they start making something sound like it's the best thing since sliced bread, and when they start making it sound like everyone's doing it. Walk. Actually, run away. Be cautious. Take a second breath. Mm-hmm. Think about it because there's a product that's a good product, but I've ran into two people now where they bought an annuity through somebody and that person just touted a bonus and that it was, oh, it's free money. You got to do it. It's not free money. Mm-mm. If you went to buy a bouquet of flowers and the floor said, well, for today and today only, we're going to throw in the vase for free. Do you actually believe that they're eating the cost of that vase? No. And what's that vase worth? Five bucks? Probably. And don't take this scare tactic because the market may not be done. It's very volatile right now and it absolutely could be at that peak, but you don't know. Mm -hmm. And how do you protect from that? You protect 
by making sure you do have some safe money. You have an alternative place. You have a plan B. You've got an outlet. You've got some place you can take money from while things aren't good. Because if I can take money from something else while things aren't good, I can wait out that storm, not by not spending, not by not living, not by not retiring, but by still doing what I wanted to do while I let the other dollars come back. Right. That's how financial planning should be done. But no one that I've ever met can actually do financial planning by meeting with you. For 40 minutes. Or even two appointments. It takes time and there's a process. If you've just gone through something like this, if you bought a product and you don't even know how to use it, they just said, you need to do this product and you don't even know how to use it because they never took that next step. Call us. We will help you. Go to one of our workshops. Go online. You can find us at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. It's LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. You can sign up for uh, our workshops about Social Security, retirement planning, behavioral finance, taxes. It's all in one. Risk. You can sign up right there or you can call us at 616 616- 589-4004. We'd be more than happy to get you signed up. But that brings us to an end of our 200th episode. So next week, we are your hosts. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855 855- LF Network or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.